Uh-huh. I did it again, nigga. <laughs> Fucked up, right? <laughs> I know. I know what y'all niggas asking yourself. Is it gonna ever fall off? No. A lot of speculation on the monies I've made. Honeys I've slayed. I was he for real. Is that nigga really paid? Malone, this is season three of Free to It. We've made it two full seasons. Uh, We've survived COVID. We were not laid off. We're back for season three. And it's probably going to be the best season yet. Uh, We've got a lot of fun things planned for this year. you know, aside from what's going to happen within the games. Uh, but college football is upon us. It is August. We are in training camp. It's your boy, Scott. Malone's back with me. Yo, doing, man? I'm doing well, sir. How about yourself? Dude, I'm I'm just excited. I'm doing great. We're literally uh, less than four weeks away from college football opening up. The big games anyways. You know, we'll have uh, week zero in less than three weeks. Um, but week one, September 4th, big slate of games happening that week, uh, less than four weeks away. We're back into the thick of it and it's time to talk some college football before we go into the upcoming season. We're going to look into something that just happened a couple of weeks ago. Uh, some big, big news on the forefront of the landscape of college football and possibly something that is foreshadowing what may happen in the future. Uh, A couple weeks ago, Texas and the University of Oklahoma announced their intent to leave the Big 12, um, which they have, I believe, formally uh, requested to do so, and also formally requested to join the uh, SEC, the Southeastern Conference. Um, so big monumental move. I mean, you're talking about the two cash cows of the Big 12, um, and now here they are getting ready to go into the power conference. Yeah, man, it's um, it's pretty crazy how it's all kind of unfolded. <clears throat> it happened pretty quickly once the news came out. You know, it's uh, one of those things where there's smoke, there's fire, right? Um, you know, when it, when the news first dropped, everybody's kind of like, ah, oh, man, no way, you know, just another rumor and you know, as the days progress, um, you know, before we knew it, we hear that uh, they're not going to resign after their deal expires in 2025. And um, yeah, it's going to be big, man. It's going to be uh, it's going to be major. Um, definitely a, a super league like atmosphere, um, as you call it. Uh, you know, we couldn't get it in soccer, so maybe we'll get it here. And it's it's kind of crazy. So the. You know, you mentioned how it just quickly unfolded because you're right. It did. It did feel like it was just a rumor that started. And, you know, you hear these things all the time. Um, There was even one for Clemson and Florida State, you know, when all of this was uh, going down, which Clemson did debunk. But uh, the way this unfolded, it feels like it was something that that had been plotted for quite a while. This wasn't something that they just woke up one day and decided. This is something they've been you know, holding in their back pocket. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's been uh, there's definitely been some talks had, you know, behind closed doors at, at, you know, each other's beach houses on the golf course. You know what I mean? There's been some talks had. And, uh, you know, I guess they felt now the time was right. And uh, man, what a thing that's going to be when that time comes. I mean, uh, you know, I've said it in the chat. I've said it to you a couple of times. Um, the biggest loser in this. I'm saying it right now is Texas A&M recruiting wise, but we'll see what happens. But that's my, that's my guess. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely something that's four years away. Uh, so there is time for, you never know, Texas A&M they're, they're, you know, they're favored pretty heavily this season to be a, uh, to, to be a, a relatively good team, possibly a team that would make a playoff push if they can beat, you know, their foes in the, in the sec West. Um, but this is definitely one. Of, <laughs> um, you know, we'll 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 talk about that a, a little later on in the season as these games happen. But the ramifications of this is something like I mean, this affects everything. You know, this is going to affect the playing on the field, the recruiting. Uh, to your point with Texas A and M, and you know Texas being in the same conference again. 
um, the money of it. Like, what happens to the Big 12? They're, they're going to be hurting a little bit um, unless they can try to attract uh, – some other programs to come in I, and I'm not really Ooh. sure who they can get. That's, that's, that's yeah. the thing. I'm not really sure who they can get, but it's going to affect them tremendously. And I'm sure they're going to be trying to figure out some kind of plan here in the next four years to, uh, you know, make, uh, make the best of this, but that's definitely going to be something that they're going to have to figure out and figure out quickly. They're going to rely on that Kansas basketball money for a little while, man. They're going to be hurting. They're definitely. hurting. Like th- this is, I mean, you're talking about one of the, obviously the wealthiest programs in the country, probably the wealthiest program in the country in Texas. Yeah, and, and, uh, and then of course, Oklahoma, who's just, you know, been a consistent playoff contender, making the playoff every year, every other year, um, uh, you know, Heisman winners, you know, to boot. And, and so it's, you lose these two guys, these two teams, these two programs. You don't know who you can really get to come in and kind of replace them from a from a financial standpoint. Like there's, you can't replace Texas. You can't. You and, can't. Like you, you just can't. And uh, and then Oklahoma. I think I read somewhere this is going to um, basically cut their revenues in half. As a conference, losing these wow. two schools. Yeah, yeah. Two two schools cuts the entire conference revenue in half. That's crazy. It's, it's insane. So the Big 12 is definitely bleeding from this. Uh, meanwhile, the SEC, what does this mean for them? I mean, now you got – are they going to have to realign the conference? Is the East and West – I mean, it's going to have to shake up because both, both of these teams are out West. Yeah, no, it's definitely going to be uh, some shakeup involved, I would imagine. Um, that's going to be the very interesting part in all of this is who aligns where. Um, you know, we've had – certain rivalries that have been in place for, you know, before me and you were born, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, right. um, I'm sure some of those things are, are going to be tough for people to want to get rid of. So, you know, you got to take those things into account. Um, but yeah, some realignment is going to have to happen unless they just decide, you know what, we're going to put one of you somewhere in the East and one of you in the West and that's it. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Plenty of time for him to figure that out, I guess. That's true. This this makes it – is it 16 teams total in the SEC, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, there's a lot, it, right? I know there's definitely a lot. I feel like it's 16 now. Yeah, because it was 7-7. Seven and seven. It was 14. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's 16. 16 teams. So this kind of goes back to something you mentioned a few moments ago. Um and something we've also heard rumblings on a little over the course of the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, and I've uh, even the last couple of years, you know, you hear it here and there. Um, is this the start of a college football quote super league? Seems like we're kind of on the way because I, I it, it just feels like at some point when this happens. Obviously, you know, the SEC has this certain allure as it is. You strengthen it, adding two more premier teams. You would think at some point as the years go on, the other premier teams that are out there in in, in the country are going to be like, okay, well, you know what? Let's just go ahead and do this thing. And we can come up with a whole new way. It'll almost be like the NFL or maybe not. I don't know because there's just so many football teams. But It's almost like uh, a minor league. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll just have to be something different, I guess. It'll be interesting how it all unfolds, but I think that'll take some time to get the likes of, you know, Clemson or, or Notre Dame to finally commit somewhere, like a Ohio USC, State. Ohio yeah. State, um, a Michigan, a Florida State, you know what I mean? It, Miami, you know, all, all those, you know, all those premier schools. Um, so I don't yeah. know, man. I don't know, but it seems like it's on that way. It's definitely something that's probably maybe still a few years, maybe even a decade away. But yeah, we're I think yeah. we're starting to see the the birth of something bigger. Yeah, it's sure. gonna take a long time. It's gonna take a long time. You know, it, this was 
like you mentioned earlier, I mean, this is probably something that was, you know, in the works for a good while now. It's just happening to unfold, you know, um, and and yeah, so this is going to take a minute to, to all figure out, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, speaking of Ohio State, uh, so one of the big stories for them is that their uh, prize quarterback uh, commit of 2022 is now their prize quarterback commit of 2021. Um, quarterback Quinn Ewers from, uh, I believe he's from Texas, and uh, he has reclassified to the class of 2021 and as of now is I believe officially on campus um, at Ohio State and so he is on the roster what do you think this does for their their quarterback room like is he going to be a guy who comes in in fall camp and takes the job day one or is he going to have to earn this from somebody now is he eligible right now like he's actually eligible because I he mean, if he will is, have a shot, it says he will have a shot to compete and earn the job once he gets on campus. So wow. he will be eligible to play this this season. Wow! I mean, those other guys are pissed. Oh yes, because yeah. it, it, it's not just one of those things where it's like, okay, cool, he's coming in, he's talented. Literally, everybody knows who he is. So there's gonna be pressure from the outside. You know, people are going to want to see him, so on and so forth. And he already's got the talent. And the other two guys there don't have much experience, right? So, hey, man. Um, yeah, CJ Stroud, was, CJ Stroud was the projected front runner for the job. Right, right. Um, and, yeah, I mean, even CJ Stroud uh, is a freshman. I think he may be yeah. a redshirt freshman. Yeah, redshirt freshman. Redshirt freshman. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Um it's a young quarterback room. It is. It is. Uh, but that's that's interesting. I didn't really realize that he was like eligible to to get going right now. That's yeah. Wow. 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 So yeah. yeah. Plus, I mean, that's a year early for him to get paid too. Because uh, you know that's, his nil his nil status is going to be crazy. That's exactly what what it says on Twitter. You were cited his inability to profit off his own name image and likeness as a high school athlete as one factor in his decision to head to Columbus early. So yeah, he could not get paid as a high school athlete off of his likeness. Now he can, he's in, he, you know, he's a, he's a college athlete. So the game's crazy, man. The money it's there, man. It's there. It's going to change everything. This is just one of the, the latest changes we've seen, but, uh, but it's gonna be interesting to see, like, if he goes in, like, fall camp, August, like this. He's gonna go in in August, and I wonder if he's going to really take that job from these guys. Yeah, they. I I wouldn't be happy if I'm C.J. Stroud, no, or, or any of them. Yeah, no. I mean, it's not like he's he's coming in with talent and fanfare, man. You know, that's a deadly combination, man. It's a deadly combination. That Texas uh, fan base too. Yeah, you know, because it's it's one thing to be a high school athlete, but to be a Texas high school athlete, you know, Texas high school football is as big as any you know sport out there when it comes to you know the 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 passion behind you know your hometown. I feel right. like, yeah, you no, know? I mean, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So he definitely has the uh, the the fanfare behind him. Um, and, you know, he's just one of those guys that I mean, you know, he's got like the mullet and everything. Like, <laughs> you know, he just has that persona about him that uh, yeah. he's. Oh, you gonna, can tell he's a confident guy. You can tell he's a confident yeah. guy. Um, and it's crazy. He's gonna have a chance to go out there and prove it. Um, but yeah, I mean, if he comes in and and, and does it, because I mean, because at, at the end of the day, at this level, you still gotta. Go in there and prove it to the locker room once you get to that level. You know what I mean? Once oh, you're yeah. in college, you know, those guys are going to know who's who's a man and who's not. And, you know, if you come out there and prove it and we see him as a starter, you know that he earned it, you know, uh, especially at a school like Ohio State. So um, we're going to see. But, like, there's still going to be a lot of pressure though, from the outside to, to see him lace it up, though. Oh, of course, yeah. Even if, he, if yeah, he's not Ohio the starter. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he'll definitely get some playing time for sure. Yeah. Because I mean, at some point, Ohio State's going to destroy somebody, and he's going to get some game play. And if that anything great, else. That great rule, that four-game that four game rule, right? You know, you can play four yep. games and still be considered. Four games and so. you still get a red shirt. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's a good deal. Um, so Ohio State um, – Looking at the ESPN uh, preseason power rankings, we don't have an AP poll or anything yet, um, but ESPN preseason power rankings has Ohio State listed at number five right now. Um, you know, obviously, when it comes to a, a team like Ohio State, and you see other teams like this too, like Clemson's number three. Um, you know, we have teams with this high level of um, talent. Even if you have a replacement at the starting quarterback uh, position, you know, it's not really going to hinder you too much. But even still, I mean, Ohio State, I think, started last year at number one or number two. Um, so starting number five this year, it's a little bit of a drop for them. But if they do what we always assume they're going to do, you know, Chris Olave's coming back. Uh, I believe Garrett Wilson's also coming back, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. This is, this is year three. This is, this is the last year of Garrett Wilson right here. Uh in college, but yeah, he bought the ball out. So that's a ton of like it, it, whoever does get the starting quarterback job at Ohio State has the easiest job in the country, in my opinion. Like you just got to get these guys the ball. Yeah, it's a pretty good game. It's a pretty good game yeah. for sure. Um, but looking at the rest of this top twenty-five, you know, there's your kind of your assumptions. Alabama number one. You know, it's just a. Uh, you know, another year, another reload <laughs> for Alabama. That's yeah. that's just what it is. They're going to lose their entire is. core. Yeah. You know, that, that trio of Najee Harris, Mac Jones, Devontae, all gone. Uh, obviously, Waddle's gone. You got to replace everybody. And, uh, I mean, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> they're just going to reload. Uh, they still got, um, you know, Phenom Bryce Young is – I'm assuming taking over the uh, helm at quarterback, and indeed, they're indeed. and I don't know how you feel, but I feel like they're that's probably going to give them a. I don't know how much better they can be on offense, but I feel like that's going to give them an even extra boost on offense. Yeah, I mean, uh, Bryce Young brings a whole new dimension to what they want to do on offense. I mean, he's he can throw it, and he's obviously got the wheels. You know, he was a guy last year that going into the season, you know, a lot of people, even myself, I thought that he would overtake Mac Jones at some point during the season. Obviously, that, that didn't happen. He went out to go be a first-round draft pick for the Patriots. But um, now, you know, you had a guy who everyone thought – well, not everyone, but a lot of people thought was going to overtake that job, and he got to sit for a whole year. So, you know, that with the talent he already has, I mean, I, I imagine he's going to be a problem. A serious problem but uh you know that's why we play the games too so we'll see what happens uh in that first game against miami that's true that's gonna be a good match um bryce young versus uh my boy derrick king i'm really excited for that because i think derrick king's gonna be healthy week one yeah yeah track. it was it was nervous times uh but yeah i believe he is gonna be healthy so that's gonna be really good for them um I mean, he came back to he came back to prove a point, you know. So uh, it'll be good for him to be able to get out there. Yeah, um, number two on the rankings is the Oklahoma Sooners, the future SEC uh, team, is starting off number two in these power rankings, mostly due to the fact of their, I assume, their returning quarterback and Spencer Rattler. Yeah, you know, uh, Spencer is. You know, depending on who you ask, uh, you know, he may be QB1, um, you know, coming out in this year's draft. And, uh, you know, he had a pretty good year last year. And I think this year he, he should ball out, you know. Um, he's got the talent. We've seen it. You know, he, he's he's a good player. Uh, I think the, the Sooners are steadily, slowly but steadily getting um, better and better talent on defense. Um, so, you know. We should see that just just improve from from the last year as well, and uh, yeah, you know we'll see. But uh, obviously, a lot is going to is going to be on Rattler's shoulders. Um, yeah, you know the team goes with him. Yeah. They had a good end of the year because obviously last year 
we were clowning the hell out of Oklahoma for starting off one and two in the season. Um, and then they ended up going on eight, uh, eight game winning streak and closed out the year nine and two big 12 champs, um, outside looking in to a college football playoff. Uh, so, you know, we were laughing at them at the beginning, but they, they turned it up and it's going to be interesting to see if they carry that momentum into, into this upcoming season. Next two in that top five, uh, number three, Clemson, number four, Georgia, the, the opening week, uh, college football game day game um, pretty much expected both of these teams to be right here. I may have thought Ohio state would have been above Georgia. Um, but I mean, you know, you got uh, DJ taking over the helm at, uh, at Clemson, DJ Uyunglele, And of course you get a full year of JT Daniels over at Georgia, which you could argue Georgia, all they've ever needed was a quarterback uh, of JT Daniels caliber, you know, had they not gotten rid of, a Jacob Eason or, or, you know, somebody else, uh, that went to Ohio state, you know, (laughs) crazy. uh, Yeah. They really, they really let those two guys go for Jake Fromm, man. Yeah, no, it's nuts, man. It's nuts. And they, they went and got Jacob Eason all the way from Seattle. Well, Mark, that was Mark Rich guy. I will say that that was Mark, Mark Rich recruit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, guys, number one quarterback, you follow that up and get Justin Fields on campus. I, I don't I don't understand it, man. I don't understand it. I mean, but you know, I'm not Fromm won a lot of games. He won a lot of games, you know. Um, but yeah, Georgia just never got over that hump and those two guys might have made a difference, but you know, yeah. you never know. Well, here uh here comes the year where we may see what happens when they do have a quarterback. Um so they're preseason number four on this ESPN uh, power rankings. By the way, uh, prayers up to Mark Rick. Um, you know, uh, oh, it man. was announced uh, yeah, just a few weeks ago that uh, he was diagnosed with uh, Parkinson's disease. So um, definitely keeping him uh, and his family in free tuition prayers. Absolutely. Yeah. Prayers up for Mark Rick. Awful, awful news, man. That was, that was not good, man. I, I yeah, remember, that was a I good bunch to read. I think you sent me that story, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I saw it while I was at work, and it was just like, damn, man, you know, um, life is, uh, you know, life can be unfair, you know, so uh, hoping for the best one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, As we kind of go through the rest of the top ten, number six, Texas A&M Aggies, you know, before I move on, I mean, you, I'm assuming you think this is too high. I mean, yo, man, like they're Texas gonna get exposed. A- Texas A&M, they they get exposed every year. What if they won? What if they won? What if they won, man? They haven't even made it to the SEC championship. Not once, man. Like who's their quarterback? Yeah, <laughs> and I wasn't even gonna say it. You said it. I wasn't even gonna I'll say, say it. it. I'll say it. I wasn't even gonna say it, Scott. I was just trying to think. I was like, who's their starting quarterback going to be? Because Kellen Mond's not there gonna be this, No, he's not there. It's probably going to be this guy. Uh, his name is like Hayes King or something like that. Dual threat guy coming out of high school. Pretty good. I mean, he was, you know, he was pretty fairly ranked, uh, ranked fairly high. You know, I mean, he wasn't – He's. I don't think he's a slouch by any stretch. But, um, okay. I mean, you know, we just haven't seen him. I, I haven't seen him. Let me tell you, I haven't seen him. You know, he hasn't played any meaningful snaps, you know. Um, and and I mean is that Texas A&M got a running back, you know? Yeah. Now they got a, they got a, so they'll have a run game. They've recruited well on the offensive line. They got um, four new starters on the offensive line. They do four new starters. They've recruited well, you know. But they have. They, is, they, they they've been really high on these on, on all these recruiting rankings on absolutely. all the boards. Absolutely. Um. But, you know, that was kind of what I had talked about earlier. You know, of course, they're getting guys from Texas who want to play in the SEC and stay in Texas. Those days are coming to an end. Yeah. Then when that happens, you know, what's your pool? What's your pool? They got they need to be winning between now and then. Um, but Johnny Manziel we'll is going to be the recruiter. Huh? 
I said Johnny Manziel is going to be their recruiter. Oh, hey, he, hey, they need to get him on staff. Yeah. They need to get him on staff, man. <laughs> you know, unless he's out there playing shout to Johnny Manziel, man. You know, where is he? I don't even know. Like, not sure, man. Not sure. Is he still? I'm doing the um, Canada. I'm doing the money symbol right now. Y'all can't see me, but hey, you know, um, shouts Johnny Manziel. Yeah, shouts Johnny, man. but uh, yeah, I'm not sure what he's up to actually. Who knows, man? Who knows with that guy? He's probably just enjoying the oil money. Someone <laughs> probably, man, chilling, kicking back. <laughs> Number seven, probably the biggest surprise on the entire list as we go through the rest. Uh, Iowa State coming in hot at number seven on these uh, on these power rankings. Yeah, um, a little surprising. Uh, you know, I, I like the coach. I like Matt Campbell. You know, he, he he's he's shown to be a pretty decent coach. Uh, you know, these guys took an early L last year. I want to say against uh, them raging Cajuns out the gate, but they they closed the gear pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. I got to see it. I got to see it. This is pretty high for me. This is pretty high for me. Yeah. Um, I got to see it. Uh, but, you know, I think they'll have a, a chance to prove themselves early against their, their rival in Iowa. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would be the week two game, September 11th. Uh, so that will be a good game. Um, I think they're going to be at home for the game, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to double check. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're at home for that game. So that'll help, uh, you know, getting that, getting that yeah, 12th absolutely. man to give him that boost. Um, man, there's going to be a lot of pageantry on uh, that weekend, September 11th, man. We got college football. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, as far as the, you know, everything that happened that day. Sorry to take it to that note, but I just thought about it like, damn, that's that's wild. It's the, he knows the 20-year anniversary. That's crazy. That's crazy. 20 years. Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah, there's definitely going to be uh, tributes on game day. Oh, absolutely. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see it all for sure. Yeah. A um, couple of other big matchups that week, too. I was just looking at uh, the next team on the list here, Oregon Ducks, and they play Ohio State that weekend. Had no day. idea that was on the cards. Had no idea that was on the cards. Um, now, you know, we were talking before about Oregon. I, I thought it was a little high. For them and and if they can beat Ohio State that early in the year, um, you know, that'd be a good one. dub. That's yep. a big one. And I tell you, that's probably their best chance to get it done against Ohio State while they're still trying to break in a new quarterback, whoever that's gonna be. They still that's gonna be their second game, maybe, you know. So uh that's 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 gonna be big. Yeah, projected to be Anthony Brown. Um, you know. He got a little bit of playing time at the end of last season, so he'll right. probably he'll probably get that starting job. Um, but yeah, that's a big game week too uh, between a couple of top ten. It may end up being game day. Uh, I can see it being game day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number nine, Notre Dame. You know, you kind of figured they'd be in this top ten somewhere. North Carolina rounding out the top ten. What the uh, hell? Which I feel like they should be a little bit higher. Yeah. Makes no they'll sense, man. Yeah, they'll, they're gonna they'll, get higher though. Yeah, they'll they'll prove their point. We've been, gonna run the been Carolina fans for like we've been Carolina fans for three seasons now. They Just they're for sure gonna run the know. table until they get to Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Got, yeah. 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 So they got. I'm just reading this as I'm looking at it here. They got Sam Howell coming back. Uh, you know, another possible QB one in the draft. All five starters on the offensive line. Um, you've got on defense, you got all these, uh, these players from that 2020 class that are, you know, now sophomores, uh, you know, five-star Tony Grimes, five-star Keyshawn Silver. Uh, so you've got just a ton of talent everywhere on the field and you've got a league, you know, to everybody's point. Like the ACC, although the ACC is going to be good this year, don't count them out. Just because they're going to be beating each other, everybody, or they're going to be beating each other up, that doesn't mean that they're not a good league. But these guys are going to tear everybody up, except for Clemson. And they may yeah. even give Clemson a run for their money. Like it, it, 
North Carolina is that good this year, in my opinion. I I don't disagree with anything you just said. Um, I, you know, Carolina is going to be pretty damn good this year, I feel. And the two guys you pointed out um, on defense are really going to make a difference, especially a year two Tony Grimes um, at corner. I think he's going to be a lockdown corner uh, this year, you know, potentially just hold a whole side down, you know, which in college football, if you got a guy like that, that, that can change your whole, you know, your whole defense. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's going to be interesting. Uh, and like you said, I think they might even give you all a little bit of a run. That's going to be an interesting week uh, when that time comes. But, you know, um, as far as beating Clemson is one of those still, I think y'all have earned that respect where it's, we got to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh, for sure. Yeah. But they're going to they're gonna make it tough. Um, yeah. Uh, Cincinnati Bearcats are number 11. You know, they coming off a pretty strong year. Uh, Florida Gators, number 12. You know, pretty much they're getting placed there off the strength of their Florida. Um, yeah. But, a, you know, that's another team that, like, who's their quarterback? Well, it's Emory Jones, right? Yeah, it's going to be Emory Jones for sure. Emory Jones, mean, yeah. yeah. He's, he's yeah. This time. Emory Jones is actually a pretty good, you know, he may be better than Kyle Trask. It'll be interesting to see what he does in a full-time role, you know. Plus, he's just still – he's different from Kyle Trash. It's, it's kind of like Alabama's case going from Mac Jones to Bryce Young just on a different scale, you know. It's just a totally different yeah. style of quarterback. So, um, and, and to be fair, uh, you know, we've seen what Dan Mullen can do when he has a mobile quarterback. I mean, you know, Dak Prescott was a beast. And, I mean, literally every quarterback that Dan Mullen had in his system was pretty serviceable. So, um, you know, I think Emory Jones get, has a shot to be, you know, yeah, be real, yeah. Uh, USC Trojans, number 13. Um, they may, you know, if they can stay consistent, you know, they could win the pack this year. Um, Slovis is back. Uh, you know, they went five and oh before the Pac 12 title game, they lost to Oregon, which Oregon wasn't even supposed to be there, if you remember, but yeah. COVID. Yeah caused them to be there and then they won the they won a championship that they didn't deserve. I'm I'm not gonna go too far into that, but that's my that's how I feel about it. Uh, number 14, LSU. Uh, you know, there's been some news uh about Miles Brennan that basically has taken him out of the starting quarterback job. And so now it's gonna be Max Johnson who's going to lead LSU into the season. Yeah, yeah, no, um, and to be fair, uh, you know, um, I think a lot of uh, LSU faithful thought that Max Johnson would, well, let me know what, first off, I hope Miles Brennan recovers, has a great recovery, hope rehab goes smoothly, he's back as soon as possible with the team, Um, but as far as projected starter, I think we were all kind of expecting Max to be the starter this year um, just because of what he could bring as far as just like what I said with uh, Alabama's case and Florida's case, when you, you need a quarterback who can do a little bit of, who can have some mobility, right? Mm-hmm. With what we yeah. got going on, um, especially in this conference that we, that we're in. And uh, yeah, Max brings that. I think he showed what he can do those last two games we played where our backs were against the wall as far as us having a losing season, um, instead of going at least 500, um, play well, got good pedigree. Um, I think the defense is going to be a hell of a lot better this year, which was, you know, our biggest problem, um, you know, exposed to play after exposed to play, uh, last year was given up. Um, you got the new number seven in Stingley, you know, cornerback number one. I mean, he's, he's the guy, he's the man. Um, He'll be able to lock down the side for us. You know, we'll see what happens. But uh, LSU has a lot to prove this year. But I think we'll be uh, flying under the radar, you know, obviously until we uh, – I think Florida's um, our first real real big game or Auburn. Um, but, yeah, first first, yeah. first sight is uh, UCLA. That's what we got first. We'll get to the SEC games later. But yeah, we'll knock out UCLA and then, um, you know, get going. But that's going to be a tough game. I can't remember the yeah. last time LSU been in California. Yeah, it'd be another week one game. That'll be a good one. Um, 
Yeah. Number 15, uh, Miami Hurricanes. They'll play Alabama week one, but the Eric King's coming back. I think it's pretty solid for Miami. They may could have been ranked a little bit higher, but um, still top 15. Uh, 16, Wisconsin Badgers. You get a year two, Graham Mertz. Hey, that's our boy. Yeah. Yeah. His last few games of the season, he didn't play as great, but he's still like uh, definitely somebody we're going to be looking uh, going into year two. He's definitely going to keep them in the conversation of the top twenty-five. Uh, number seventeen, Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, you know, they're uh, typically known for being more of a basketball school, but here they are in the top twenty-five in college football. Um, they had a respectable year, though. They played. As a matter of fact, they went into the. They played in the title game, right? Uh, I believe so. I mean, Indiana. They've been. No, 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 no. no. They they were not in the title game. Ohio State played. Uh, was it Northwestern? Was it Northwestern? I feel like it may have been Northwestern. I may be wrong. Let's find out. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put it to you this way, though. They were 6-1 and one last year. And it the only game they lost... Yeah, it was Northwestern. It was Northwestern. The yeah. only game that Indiana lost last year was that game against Ohio State where they went to Columbus and they only lost by a touchdown. It was like 42-35. to 35. So, I don't know. This may, this may be a low ranking, too. You know, because I don't think they're really losing anybody. Yeah, and I'll tell you, like, Indiana's been pretty consistent the last two or three years. They've been kind of steadily just, you know, putting up a lot of points and, and you know, getting an upset or two each year. And, I mean, last year was definitely a, a more than decent year for them. I mean, six and two. Um, what can you say? Uh, I think they'll continue to build on that as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um they got 18 of 22 starters coming back, so they'll they'll be a team to look out for. Uh, number 18, Iowa. Um, you know, again, just one of those teams is kind of there based off of name and and yeah, I mean that. Well, that's not fair. There, Iowa's a, a respectable uh, college football program, but you know, we'll see how they fare for the year. Um, they are they are bringing back a couple of good pieces, so. They'll yeah. probably be good. Yeah, I mean, look, I hear you. I mean, yeah, Iowa, I feel like when we were younger, Iowa was a little bit more consistent, a little bit uh, a little bit stronger. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a little rough here as of late, I think. I feel like the big problem is, is that Iowa State's been on such a come up that, it, that they're kind of almost overshadowing Iowa being that, you know, that just consistent, like 10-2, and 9-3 type team. That's real. Um, that's 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 a great point. That's a great point because yeah, Iowa State has definitely been uh, a lot better, um, and they've been on the come up as well. You know, uh, yeah. I tell you, Iowa just still been producing those old linemen and tight ends. That's what they. That's what those guys are. That's about. what they're good for. Yeah, that's what they're <laughs> good for, right there. Yeah. Um, Nineteen Washington Huskies. Uh, Twenty Penn State Nittany Lions. So you're starting to kind of see some of these other big names come out. Uh, number 21, Texas Longhorns. That's kind of where I figured they may land. I'm honestly a little shocked they're even in this top 25. Yeah, uh, Texas, that is. Yeah. I agree. But uh, year one for um, – Sarkeesian? Sarkeesian, yeah. So, yeah, man. You're going to see what he could do. Yeah. He get yeah, another. I mean, he get another opportunity here, a big one. The big one, big, 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 big job. Um, shout out to number twenty-two and number twenty-three on this list, our respective home states. Uh, number twenty-two, Coastal Carolina, down in Myrtle Beach, or well, Concord, South Carolina, but it's Myrtle Beach. Don't let anybody tell you any different. <laughs> um, and uh, number twenty-three, Louisiana, Raging Cajun. Yeah, man, them Raging Cajuns and Lafayette had a big win last year in the opening uh, weekend last year against uh, Iowa State. Um, this year they're opening the uh, season up at Texas. I hope 
uh, uh, Steve Sarkeesian, who we just talked about, is is ready to roll because, you know, hey, man, a Reggie Cage is going to come with it. Some 20 starters are back, including fifth-year quarterback Levi Lewis. This man, Levi Lewis, is going to be 26 out here <laughs> throwing the football against these kids and killing them. Hey, man, it's going to be dangerous. It's going to be dangerous, man. 20 starters, that's – 20 I mean, starters. I got to imagine there's not too many other teams in the country that have that high a number of starters returning. Yeah, there's uh, – you're probably not going to see – Many, if any, um, return 20 out of 22. That's an absolutely insane number. Um, number 24, second year for Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss, Ole Miss Rebels, coming in at number 24. Um, shout out to Lane Kiffin, by the way, for what he said about uh, the pro- program getting vaccinated today. He's uh, He basically came out and said, you know, he doesn't want to start the debate on it, but it's very irresponsible for those who are not doing it. So shout out to him for saying that. Yeah, nah, shout out to, uh, shout out to Lane. I hadn't heard that he said that. Um, yeah, nah, it's just kind of, you know, it's just kind of a responsible thing to do at this point, but I'm not trying to, you know, push any agendas here. Uh, you know, I'll push it. Get so- <laughs> vaccinated if you can get it done. Let's get out of this nightmare. Please, y'all, please, if you can if you can get vaccinated, if you're healthy enough to do so. That's the problem I hear is people say, uh, I'm healthy. I don't need the vaccine. That, and it's the exact opposite. If you're healthy, you need to get it so we can stop the spread. I'm sorry I'm going on a tirade on this right now on the show, but uh, but it's something I'm definitely like, I'm, I'm tired of things being shut down. I'm tired of having to worry about my kids because they can't get the vaccine. Right, you know, there are right. people that are in my life that cannot get it, and I got to worry about them because there are people out there who haven't been responsible enough to do so, uh, trusting misinformation, bad information that's out there, a lot of bad information that's out there. Um, so if you can, if you're healthy, please go get the vaccine. Um, I, Me, myself, personally, I've been vaccinated since April, haven't had anything wrong with me i'm still healthy as a horse everybody i know that's been vaccinated healthy as a horse you know don't listen to the misinformation get you know let's let's do this together all right my bad i had to get that out of uh out of my system hey no nah, um, man talk talk your shit man. that's right rounding out the top 25 in this uh espn preseason power rankings is herm edwards arizona state sun devils um I'm interested to see what they do this year because it's it's one of those they've been one of those teams that like have kind of bounced back and forth as far as what we think they're going to do and uh now I mean coming into the season as a as a preseason uh well power ranking ESPN preseason top 25 um you know it speaks a lot to what they should be able to do on the field Hey, man, these last two teams in the top 25, Ole Miss and Arizona State, I think are both um, a little bit underranked, uh, both men because of their quarterbacks. But, yeah, but on to Arizona State, like, yeah, man, Jaden Daniels is a beast. This is his third year. Been starting to see as a freshman. It's his third year um, playing. I think he'll, you know, he might end up turning himself into a day, a day one pick. Um, I think he's that good. They're getting pro coaching down there at Arizona State. They've been recruiting pretty well. I mean, this is a big year for them. This is definitely a big year for them. I, I got I got high expectations for Arizona State this year. I, I think that they uh they battle for the for the Pac twelve. I really do. Yeah. Absolutely. Um definitely a team that can go out there and uh surprise some folks and I mean if you can catch, you know, a team like USC slipping, you can easily get your way into the conversation. Um, they'll have a, a pretty, as week three into the season, they have a matchup against BYU. That's going to give us an early uh, indicator as far as how they're looking for the, the season itself. Uh, right. You know, BYU just being who they are, a respectable program. Um so we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll see how it rounds out for them and for the rest of this top twenty-five. Because 
at the end of the day, I mean, we see these lists every year. This is the power rankings. We're going to get an AP poll. We're going to get a coach's poll. And it never fails. Something on there is going to be wrong. Somebody's going to fall on their face. Somebody's going to rise to the top that wasn't even on the list. Uh, and I'm really excited to see which teams those are going to end up being. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, there's definitely always a few. So, you know, and, and that, that that's what makes the sport fun, you know. Uh, these teams that come out of nowhere that you really got to pay attention to. And, you know, um, beauty of college football, you know, there's new stars every year, you know. So, uh, can't wait. New stars, superstars, especially now. Um, we are over a month into uh, NILs. Players are being paid for their name, image, and likeness. And uh, there are some players that are really profiting well off of this now that we're, like I said, a little over a month, about five weeks into it now. Um, Are there any in particular that have stood out to you, Malone, any like deals or or just, uh, you know, sponsorships? I mean, I know with me, uh, DJ Uyunglele over at Clemson signing a joint deal with Sam Howell. Uh, for Bojangles, I guess it was a joint deal. Um, right. you know, they both announced together, but you know, that was one that was stood out to me. Uh, but any for you on your end that you've seen? Uh, none that really stood out. I know Derek Stanley got a deal um, with um, a local restaurant that has restaurants all across the state called Walk Ons. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's pretty popular. It, you think about think about like. Uh, out here in Georgia, like a Taco Mac, right? How those are like, oh yeah, it's, it's kind of like that out there. Um, same style kind of place. Uh, but he got to deal with them, which I thought was kind of cool. But yeah, I love the NILs, man. I mean, this all this is great. You know, all this is great. Um, you know, these guys should be getting paid. Um, you know, it's just going to be up to the coaches to uh, to to manage. My only worry is just you never want the cloud and get in the way of the job that got to get done. Cause at the end of the day, they, they have this notoriety because they, they, they're doing a job well. Right. Yeah. So you gotta continue to do that job. Well, if you want to continue to get the conversation, but I, I figured that there's been talks that these guys have had with the coaches, their advisors, so on and so forth, that these things don't necessarily, you know, you don't want to, I gotta be a practice at, three o'clock and I got an engagement, you know, um, that's going to be done at two 30. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, yeah, you know what I mean? And that's, but we don't know. This is, this is new waters. You know what I mean? So we don't know how all that works, but I just hope those kind of things aren't happening. Uh, yeah. For my, for my own selfish reasons as a, cause I'm on my football team to, you know, be good at football and you know, you get what I'm saying, but yeah, all that's going to be. Yeah. Nice. Oh Yeah. I'm looking at some of the deals right now. By the way, um, we were just talking about Quinn Ewers not too long ago. Um, apparently, he signed his first deal. Yep. Uh, his first NIL deal is with a company called Holy Kombucha, a Texas-based drinks company. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he's got, uh, he's got his first deal on the board, and he's only been a college athlete for a week. That's uh, it's absolutely insane. But I found this article. This is really interesting. Some of the biggest and most notable uh, NIL deals so far. Now, granted, this is a couple weeks old, so I don't know if there's anything else that's come about since then. Um, but it talks about uh, Bryce Young and the uh, the comment that Nick Saban made, where you know his quarterback who hasn't even played yet, hasn't even started has almost made seven figures, which is absolutely absurd. But he's got a partnership with Cash App. Um, you know, Cash App's a pretty pretty notable company. I have Cash App. I'm pretty sure you have Cash App. Right, right. Um, yeah. Uh, Bo Nix and, uh, and um, Malachi Moore uh, f- from Auburn, Alabama, uh, did a deal with Milo Sweet Tea. Okay. So that's an, that's a that's a pretty reputable brand. Um, this is, I think, what you were talking about. Miles Brennan and Derek Stingley Jr. 
um, loading up on sponsorships with food chains. Uh, one of them being uh, uh, Miles Brennan partnering with Smoothie King. Nice, yeah, and, that's, that's uh, a big, that's a big one. Yeah, um, and Small Sliders. Which okay, this is a, a Baton Rouge-based restaurant. Right, right. Um, yeah, so a couple of big ones there. One of the ones I found really interesting was uh, Dierick King and Mackenzie Milton uh, teaming up to do a uh, basically a company where they're going to focus on players getting paid for NILs. So uh, that was pretty cool. I think a lot of players started little things like that too. But this one has potential to be big with it being uh, you know, the starting quarterback at Miami and probably the starting quarterback at Florida State. In Mackenzie right. Milton, um, which I think you and I talked about this a few weeks ago. I had no idea he was going to Florida State until that story broke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had no idea he was there. Yeah, I, I didn't realize he was there either. I said some, I said some things about Florida State and how they're they're not good. And you put Mackenzie Milton there, though. Like, I mean, Mackenzie Milton is the truth. He's good. He got hurt. And I don't know if we've seen him play since he got hurt, at least not at this type of level. But still, I mean, he's going to have a chance. Part of that, he was a part of that championship UFC team or UCF team. <laughs> you remember they won the championship? I remember, man. I remember. remember that they beat Auburn. Yeah, <laughs> those guys, man. <laughs> Would they go fifteen and zero or fourteen and zero? Thirteen. Oh, they they went. I know they went undefeated. Yeah, yeah. and they beat. Yeah. Uh, they beat Auburn, right. and they beat – well, they beat Auburn, which I think Auburn was the only team that beat Alabama and Georgia that year who were playing for the national championship. So, you know, how the cookie crumbles, man. That's just how it goes. Talked about uh, DJ and Sam and Bojangles. There's a bunch of other ones here too. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau at Oregon um, got a uh, – Got a deal, it looks like, with some kind of deal with Nike. But I guess that makes sense. Nike, Nike's headquarters is up there, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, it does. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, a lot, of, uh, a lot of interesting things going on now that players can get paid for their uh, name, image, and likeness. Now it's just a matter of giving us that damn game, man. They got give us the game, man. Give us the game, man. Give us the game, EA. I know you hear me. Give us the damn game. They even got to put the nil stuff in the game. You ain't got to worry about that. Don't worry about it. Yeah, man. Just 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 do what you always been doing, man. Just Just, put QB five, (laughs) all that. Just RB seven, man. (laughs) Hey, well, you know what? You know what? Hey, with the nils, I guess they can put the names just out, out the gate now, though. They should be, yeah. I guess they can do that. So, yeah. They so should. Go, so, go ahead and just do that. Give everybody a little check. You know what I mean? And that's it, man. Keep this thing pushing. Or if they got to be QB man. number five, that's fine, too. We can rock out with that. Um, yeah, man. Just cut the checks. Cut the checks, man. Let's go. Give us the game. I'm ready. It should be. It should have been out this year, but it's all right. It's all right. It's it, coming. It should have been. It should have been. But, you know, we're being patient. We're going to have to play off on the next game, which is going to be way different. Um, that's going to be dope. I'll tell you one that's thing. That's going to be hope, fun. I'll tell you one thing I hope we do have is uh, decommitments. That'd be dope. That that'd would be, be dope. That'd be really dope. You know what I mean? Shit happens a lot. Shit happens a lot. A lot. Find a way to yeah. incorporate that on the game somehow. You know what I mean? I, you know, I don't really know how you do it, but maybe there's a way. December, New York City. Three guys are sitting waiting to hear the announcement of the Heisman Trophy winner. Who are those three guys right now? Sam Howell. Okay. Caden Slovis. 
Hot take. Hot take. DJU. DJU. Um, I'm going to see you on Sam Howell. I'm going to see you on DJU. I'm going to replace Slovis. Now with who is where I'm torn. I'm going to throw out the names of the guys who I think could potentially be there first. I think JT Daniels has a really good shot. If, if you have money to bet on a, a, a very far off line for somebody to win the Heisman, I don't know what his line is right now, but the last time I looked, it was pretty low. He's one of those guys you want to bet money on if you got it to spare. Um, JT Daniels. It's uh, not a bad one. I think he really has a legit chance. I think he's got a legitimate chance. Like it's one of those things where you know, it's a very much a long shot, but it's not too much to the point where I wouldn't risk money on it. Right. You know, like that's just me. Um, but JT Daniels, I don't think at this moment in time, I'm I'm not sure I'm going to put him ahead of this other guy. But uh, another one I keep coming back to that. I still don't think is going to do it, um, but they're going to get at least some recognition. Is uh, is Spencer Rattler? I think he's going to get uh, get a look again, just because he's at the Heisman Factory over there. That's um, but who, I, but who I think is going to be sitting next to Sam Howe in DJU in New York City is Bryce Young. Hey, you know he's going to have a chance. He's going to have a chance, man. I think he's so, going to come in there. He's going to be more dynamic uh, than Mac Jones was. They're still going to be undefeated. And that's, I mean, that's your two plus two right there. Hey. Unless they have, like, uh, unless, like, Brian Robinson comes out and, like, blows the roof off or something like that. Right. Yeah. Like, unless he comes out and, like, absolutely blows the roof off of it. Um, and, you know, takes away some of those votes. But I think Bryce Young is just too good. I, I think he's too good. See, so, yeah. I mean, DJU, Sam Howell, Bryce Young. I hear you. That's a good list. That's a good list. Yeah, you know, I might be, I might be reaching a bit on, on, on Slovis. But, you know, you got to you gotta, you gotta oh, throw man. it out there, man. You got to throw it out there. I like, I like him. That's a good one. I mean, it's all going to come down to, you know, again, that two plus two, man. Who's going to perform and who's going to win? Like yeah. they, they, I mean, winning isn't the end all be all for it, you know, i.e. Lamar Jackson. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's, a, it's, it's a combination of the two for the most, uh, for the most part. You know, but, we know we know those uh we know those those two that have been consistent those those guys they should be there absolutely absolutely um last question before we wrap things up so it's now selection sunday championship games are done you're at the you're in the committee meeting who are we putting into the college football playoff as of right now august 9th it's August 9th as we're recording this. August August 9th. Who are we putting in? Um, Alabama. Clemson. It's hard when you know you got two guarantees and then the two can literally beat anybody else. Alabama, Clemson, LSU Tigers, Woo! and uh, tell you what, tell you what, Scott, USC Trojans. Wow! Wow! A. Uh... A very 
family friendly for us here at Free Tuition uh, College Football Playoff. That would be. It's uh, early. It's early. This is this is what's the day? August ninth. August ninth. Ask August me 9th. again next week. Ask me again next week. <laughs> I got you. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with your same two uh, first two Alabama Clemson I mean you just got pencil those guys in I feel like at this point um, <sighs> Notre Dame okay I'm gonna throw a crazy one out here I can't believe I'm even saying this. This is my dark horse, but we're going to clip the tape. <laughs> Iowa State Cyclones. Woo! Hey, they already up here. They may as well do something with it. Might as well, man. You know, they, uh, they, got, uh, they got a lot of guys coming back. They beat Oklahoma last year, so they can beat them again. Um, and I'm pretty sure... Ah, well, they may be going on the road against Oklahoma this year. But hey, if you're gonna prove it, that's that's where you're gonna prove it at. Right. So so sticking with it. Alabama, Clemson, uh uh Notre Dame, Iowa State. Amen. And now we wait. Now we wait. Now we wait, man. Four weeks. We're almost there, bro. It's, it's gonna be fun. Season. It's going to be fun. It has been a long offseason. Um, but, you know, excuse me. Uh, I think this season is going to be everything we've uh, – everything we want. Excuse me. Uh, fans back in the stands, you know, um, hopefully hopefully can stay that way for now. You know, uh, it's crazy. The uh, If you look at the, the COVID rates – in the country right now, it's it's the damn SEC. You know what I mean? You look at the look at the statements. Yeah. So it's it's, it's 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 crazy. But uh, so yeah, hopefully hopefully we can stay on track here and get folks inside for some games. But you know, we'll see, man. That'll make yeah. all the difference in the world. It's gonna be people in the games, man. It's just a matter of who's gonna be sick after the games, man. Get vaxxed. Right. So you can go to these games <laughs> and not have to worry about if you're going to be in the damn hospital two weeks later. Right, right. But I digress. I digress. Um, but I'm so excited for the season. I'm so excited. It's season three of free tuition. We're going to have uh, we're gonna have everybody on this season. I can't wait to get Jeff back in here. We're going to try to get Jeremy back in. Uh, we're going to try to get uh, – more special guests, uh, hopefully this year. Try to dabble More in the guests. getting. I got, yeah. I got, I got two people for sure. I got to get in here. One being uh, 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 Mr. Fenderson, uh, Jabril's father. I got to get him in here. Um, this is gonna be a war. That was that here. one's gonna be a, a serious, serious episode. I, I, I can't even, you know. I can't really yeah. fathom how how that was going to end or turn out. That's that's good. <laughs> that, that was yeah. going to be a lot. That was going to be a lot. Yeah, love Mr. Fenderson, but he he will definitely die with the tide. Oh sure. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Shout out to Mr. Fenderson, but yeah, nah, it's uh, it's Bama to the core for him. Uh, been that way, so um, you know, I respect it. Yeah, Malone, I'm I'm just glad we're back. We got a long season to go, but it's going to be a fun season. And it's glad to be back in the saddle, man. I'm glad to, I'm glad to be here uh, talking about all this, looking at the future. We're getting we're, the kids are getting paid, man. Uh, we got to pay the kids, man. We did it. Yeah, it's done. We ain't got screaming no more. Nope, nope. Kids are paid. The kids are paid, and uh, we got a game coming. Hopefully. And we just got an exciting year of college football, man. I can't wait for you guys to be on the road uh, on this journey with us again uh, for season three. It's going to be an awesome, awesome season. Uh, in the meantime, make sure make sure you guys obviously subscribe everywhere we're located at, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. 
we're in all these places, man. You can find us. Um, and if all else fails, you know how to find me and Malone. Uh, don't you know? Don't hesitate to holler at Scott from Canto at Malone Coy G. <laughs> Come on, you gunners. Come on, you gunners, man. I got to get that plug in, man. Y'all know what's going on, man. Up the gun. <laughs> hey, um, so make sure y'all tune in with us this year. It's going to be a great season. We appreciate y'all coming in. It's your boy, Scott. Malone's with me as well. We'll see y'all again soon. Peace.